and yet you're going to crucify people if they're wrong. So this is why I can't say aggressive things like that. Because receipts guy, you will pull it just like you did on Twitter to some poor random fella on Twitter. Wow. Cheers to episode 93. Cheers. Whiskey. Cheers. Mm. Water. Mm. Spiked Arnold Palmer. Arnie Palmy yeah, alert. Arnie now the Palms. hangover can't be that bad, Evan. Alex, I, 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 I was great on Sunday. I felt great. I had a great breakfast. and I, It wasn't like uh, the last one. No. I slept for like 14 hours on Saturday into Sunday. That is nice. My body woke me up at like 6 and hey, start your day, buddy. You've slept way too long. And I just basically laid there staring at the ceiling. You guys want to know what I did to my whiskey? Splash of water. You smoked it. (laughs) Could you imagine? Uh, I did do a splash of water, but remember those Crown Royal drinks that Evan got drunk off of earlier in the tailgate season? You made a mixy Crown Royal mixy with whiskey? Yeah, essentially. I used one of the purple ones that's like the cola and whiskey already mixed because I didn't have any cola. So I just put a little bit of that into the already shot of whiskey. And it didn't taste good at first, but now it tastes good. So it worked out like I thought. A lot of booze in that, Grant. A little bit. Michigan is seven. Michigan's seven and oh. You got drink. Wednesday. I'm enjoying myself. Um, Okay. It is Wednesday, my dudes. October 19th, 2022. 7.31 p.m. <clears throat> Welcome in to the number one sports podcast in Michigan. I put that now in our Instagram and Twitter bios, so it's more official than it really has ever been throughout the show's existence. And the Pistons have started their season, and the Red Wings have started their season. <sighs> and both of our college football teams won this weekend. That, wow. And the Lions Exciting. didn't play. It, they lost the bye week, 28 set. You know, they kind of did lose the bye week because the Giants and Jets won again. <laughs> well, they're just good, and you have to accept that. Well, we should, yeah. We're not. I'm having a hard time accepting it, as you'll hear later, a little little tease. So, on Here today's show. said that last week. Uh, it's got worse. On today's show, we have our weekly check-ins of what has happened to us since last mm-hmm. week. Then, we have a little bit of Thrones Talk, Episode 9, assuming both of you guys have seen it. Yep. Michigan. Penn State recap, Michigan State, Wisconsin recap, Detroit Cowboys preview, Pistons season preview, some season-long questions, and then the same thing, but for the Red Wings, since they both started, and we promised people we would do it on the bye week, because we have no college football games to preview. And before we dive into weekly check-ins, at Shot of MS, Twitter, Instagram, how to listen to the show, follow our YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Okay. All the formalities out of the way. Alex? Yeah. What's new in your life? <clears throat> what is new? Um, so I spent most of last week uh, roommate gone. So, you know, there's just not much to do when you're by yourself other than clean and try to be productive. So yeah, I didn't I do like a those, lot. Are, those are the PG answers. Yeah. My, my, my mind's thinking of things you could do, but. Straighten it up. Did, did my usual things um, this weekend. Talk about that 
probably in a second. Um, exciting thing. I finally went to the gym and ran before work today. You know, I finally achieved that. Um, I've talked about it on the show before. It was, uh, it was pretty, you know, felt pretty good. I don't know how many more times it's going to happen, but, uh, at least it happened once. So that's good. Can't guarantee it'll happen again. Maybe like two more times before Christmas. Mm. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll just do it again tomorrow and see what happens. We'll Don't see. let them get hot. Friday would be a great day to do, do it. It's supposed to get warm. Mm. All right. Well, maybe. We'll There's really see. nothing that says you can't just make this a habit and then your body will just expect to do it. Right. Right. I guess, yeah. I just got to go to bed earlier. I guess the only difference. You should really um, just do it every single day from now until death. Next Friday, you have a I'll, good week of weather ahead of you, Gillen. You can get up and run outside. All right. Um, I'll consider it. And then, yeah, Saturday I spent in East Lansing, Friday and Saturday. Um, I can't I'm talk coming. about my Friday night in detail. Mm, yes, you can. Oh, it's legal. Off the record, I would lie. I don't want to talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Friday night. Um, would you guys, Evan, use your tailgate experience and Alex can weave his into, and then we'll go to Evan for the rest of his week. Tailgate was great. Another eight hours of tailgating fun. Four o'clock game. So uh, get there, be early. Uh, be loud. Be loud. Um, skip the game because you have so much fun tailgating. Nobody went, but I heard. skip the game, Alex. There was not a single person at our tailgate who went to the football Do game. Not skip the game. It was a good time, man. Sometimes it was I one of the best games of the year. I skipped the football game. Uh, um, no, there was a lot of people at a tailgate, which made it even more fun. People you haven't seen in a while. Um, I have no biggest, complaints. Biggest Somebody may have done it, just done it too far and had too much fun too fast. Not going to name names. Um, you know, it's one of us three, but it's not Grant. Um, <laughs> it's so, not me either, by um, the way. <laughs> yeah, give it a spoiler. Come on. Process of elimination. Um, no, I had a good time. Saturday was fun. Tailgate Great was time. good. Got our usual spot. You know, shout out Cody, shout out Paige. They're there. They're ready. Love that. Um there's not really much I can say about the tailgate. Right. Um, if you were there, you witnessed it all. So uh, Meet if you have any funny <clears throat> photos or videos of me, please send them my way because uh, I'd just like to see some of them. I just wonder, while we were all having so much fun, what the people next to us were thinking. Because it was just a large group of like older men and women. Like, and when I say older, sitting I mean in the chair like their entire time, just 60s. Like all just sitting in lawn chairs, like it never. Was their moved. homecoming, Alex? Yeah. Um, and our tailgate was the complete opposite of that. Ours was like a frat party. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I just wonder what. I mean, they never said a word. So it must not have cared. But it was rowdy. Good time. Ben Wallace looks so angry sitting courtside watching the Pistons play. It's at home. Yeah, you could be there. You could be there too. Anybody could be. Grant tickets are for sale to the public. Well, Alex, 
Okay. It's it's well, next door to where you live. Because I live in the berm. Got it. Um, all right, working backwards for yourself, Evan, anything else notable? Um, either the start of this week or... Yesterday, well, I, Evan, I think it's pretty I'll get there. I will get there, um, I think, earlier in the week. Earlier in the week. We recorded on, what, last Monday? Feels like a year ago. Yeah, it feels like it. Last Monday, so I had a game... Versus, oh, I think it was the Ipsy game. Oh, so like Ipsy Middle School just basically cheats if you want to call them out on it. Wow, that's just they, like a they bold cheat. accusation. They, their football team, their football program cheats. They have to win something because they're not good at anything else. Um, so they decide to pick seventh grade middle school football, and they have basketball? like eighth graders playing on their seventh grade team. Oh, there's just no way around it. There's no cookie cutters. I can't. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They are cheaters. The the dude that's doing the chain game said his brother is in eighth grade and he's out on the football field just dominating the seventh grade to come to the Indians. Dominating us. (laughs) Really? I thought you weren't an excuse guy. That's only a year old. Older. It's nothing crazy. Um, it is nothing crazy until you Uh, saw the size of them, Alex. And then you'd be like, these dudes. Well, describe this dude to me. Okay. Um... Picture money, Cody. Mm-hmm. But he can run like a four or five. Mm. Weapon. That's a That's large, a fast human. <laughs> and then picture. Sometimes you do hit puberty going into eighth grade. It's it's just, so Ka- it was Kari Maps. Yes. And they had like <laughs> five of them. Oh. Well. Seems like Tecumseh has a talent problem similar to Michigan State's. A puberty problem. You need to so hit the transfer portal. We need to drink 11. milk more. There's a lot of Ben Van Summers running um, around. For we played well. You know, we, we did play well. We didn't get back wow, down from that. I'm not saying that. It's just like, hey, can we play our own competition? Um, so that was the highlight of that week. Um, and then yesterday. Mm. The against weather a fair, Against in. a fair opponent. Against a fair opponent. 6-3 final. Against 6th graders. <laughs> Evan, I'm going to be really upset with you if you're like, yeah, we won, but we only scored seven points. No, I don't know um, the final score. Okay, seventh no grade. one does. Seventh grade did not go well. Did not go well. Well, they're banged yeah, up from playing eighth nicely. graders. Yeah. A lot of seventh grade for Adrian was game. not eighth graders because the seventh grade A, I'm not saying it yet because Alex going to make fun of me, um, oh, did no. not go well. Then we went to primetime underneath the lights. ABC, ABC, Brent Musburger and Beth Mowen, no <laughs> color commentator. Um, rivalry game. Got the first win of the year in a miserable, cold, rainy atmosphere. Got the first win. That's why you just had to run the ball. Um. Yeah. But we've so been trying to run we won sixteen to eight. Okay. All right, two touchdowns. <laughs> Score two touchdowns. Yeah, well, I'm assuming they don't kick field goals in the. Got two extra points. Two, McCrate, two point McCrate conversions. Come booming. on, come on, Alex. We won a football game. Will you be proud of me? I also just sorry. This just brought up a point from Grant. Um, Cody was held back as a kid, or went to T one, and then he played. 
seventh grade football as a seventh grader, but he was actually the age of an eighth grader. So that probably happens all the time. Therefore, Evan, I don't think that's a very viable excuse. No, Al, you had to see these human beings that were on Cody the field versus my Cody was a big human being compared to us. He, he was like, graders. like our size. He was comparable our size. Like he was big. He was a bigger Cody offensive lineman. Don't get me wrong. Not comparable to our I mean, size. He did <laughs> once. Was he 6'2"? He dominated there? in middle school football, Evan. One time there was a team trying to take a knee to win a game, and he bullied the center so hard we got the ball back. <laughs> I don't think you understand... Like I remember that Cody was pretty good, and I'm, you had to I don't want to pump his tires, you but he was it. pretty you good. Didn't see it. I can't explain it to you of like how big these yeah, shut up, Alex. Were. Fine, I'm just you, you, you know. I can't explain it. I just want you to know that it's, it's not cheating; it's it's common. It, Alex, these changes are going to like the SEC board because of how ridiculous oh, it is. Wow, you Eric Long's involved. Shit, crazy parents. <laughs> No, it's like it's administration. I'm kidding, Evan. Firsthand, what's going on? So two touchdowns for eighth grade, zero for seventh grade. How'd you score and your no, first touchdown? Kick return touchdown for seventh grade. So you didn't, you don't get that one. That doesn't count. How'd you score your first offensive Alex, touchdown? I won the kick return unit. Oh, special teams guy. Thank you. That's my role. <laughs> um, we first we scored with a minute left. Um. In the game, it was a barn burn game. Like there are ten minute quarters, and like they it go was by zero fast. zero in the fourth quarter. Alex, I won sixteen to eight. Please, then we scored the game winning touchdown with a minute and a half left. We asked about your first touchdown. Your first touchdown of the year, right? How did you score it? First touchdown was uh, the good old fashioned, uh, basically Veer, basically Veer no, Grant. Just the uh, read it. Holy it's triple shit. option twenty twenty two pitch. <laughs> I hate that play. You loved it. No, you loved that. Well, we we scored on the pitch. It was probably like a fifty-yard like, touchdown trust, run. I don't even trust like JJ McCarthy and Peyton Thorne to pitch a ball well. I can't imagine trusting an eighth grader to pull it off. Just dump the glass, baby. Dump the glass. I dropped my first ever pitch in middle school football. Oh my god, Alex! Of course, I recovered it. No so worries. Fall on it. Second touchdown is a basic didn't, didn't uh, scoop and score. Second touchdown is a basic off uh, zone read off the defensive end. No, that's what I'm talking about. Third quarter touchdown, or when did we get our first points of the season? Uh, second quarter, like the second play in the second quarter. Scored in both halves. That's consistency. Thank you. I'm not going to lie, Evan. This is almost more discouraging. I don't think it could be more. What What do you expect from me? <laughs> A 40 points. Oh, my God. You, you promised us 50. There's not enough time in the game to score fifty point, to score 40 points. You promised us 21 like four weeks ago. And I did. Yeah, I was out right. I, it was taken from me. Is this a running callback? I had a touchdown callback in that game. I guarantee 21 points. If we scored in that drive, we would have scored 21 points. In that it's game. not a running clock. It's a 10-minute quarter, so two so eight minutes less than a regular high school football game. You're just not managing your timeouts well. Yeah, I just think you're just... You I don't, don't use them all correct. I don't use them all. It's too many. Take, you take them home with you and build them I up do for next I'm happy you won the game. Huh? Happy you won the game. Thank you. I already have, we've we already had another friend, Alex, that says it doesn't count because I didn't score 21 points. Kind of wow. feels like that. That's messed I'm up. sure that was Cormac. <laughs> yes, it definitely it counts. It's definitely a win. I mean, uh, it's a win, but I, I think. You're I think disrespectful. You're no better than Jay Johnson still at this Shout point. Shout out to the 8th grade team for a win because like 95% of them listen to this. So they're half our viewers. So shout out to them. You're no longer. And no, if you ever see happy. Alex in public, beat the crap out of them. We're happy they won. 
I'm mad at the coach's performance. That is you. I'm not you, mad at the players. You're no longer Brian Ferentz. You're Jay Johnson. You put your players in position to barely succeed and then get mad when they don't. Alex, we watched film today, and I would say it's um, 60-40. But you just said they're all listening, so now you're, you're no, openly shaming your team. It's 60-40. You could use this forum, Evan, to pump up your team. You could... <laughs> You could you could tell him like you one know, last home game. Better. Here we go, boys. One last home game next Tuesday underneath the lights. Let's get it done. Wait, the season's over. Yeah. How many yeah. games did you play? Six. Five. Next Tuesday would be six. One and five. Gotta preserve the health. Sixteen the points on the air. So um. Any other big big moments? No, nope, that was it. Alex is. My We're fantasy team's team three and three. Life. Alex's is not three and three. So Alex's is two and four. He is three struggling. Three, baby. The points against are brutal. Pistons are making a charge. Pain. The, the points for are also brutal. When you have two weeks of seventy and sixty, that'll do it. Brutal. Every other week, I'm totally fine. I'm well above average. Um, that's what I I'll, say too. <laughs> I'll start my recap with Happy Birthday to Marissa. Happy Birthday, mm. Marissa. 24 years old. Hand up. Forgot. It was yesterday. All right. Oh, my gosh. Jalen Duran just caught a body. All right. I got to stop watching. I'm going to get distracted. Um, Record it. My weekend, I took a little trip, a little quick trip to Miami. Miami um, was very near the spot of cheese. This incident. So that memories came (laughs) flooding back. I was probably, I don't know, a little bit up a street from it. You could see the, the beach where it happened, you know, the, the side wall that he sat on and waited for uh, as we waited for him and made sure he didn't get caught by law enforcement. But yeah, a little, little uh, reminiscing there. Nice weather down there, I guess. I mean, it's humid and, and wet, but it's hot. It's not freezing like wintertime. So that was cool. Um, kind of stunk. Like I felt a little out of the loop with one of the best college football Saturdays we've had in a while with Tennessee, Alabama. So I spent a large chunk of Saturday and Sunday getting caught up in Monday, getting caught up with like all the games and like seeing all the viral clips because Tennessee, Alabama was one of the most fun games it looked like of all time. There's like Missed no the game, nowhere I would rather be than like Knoxville, Tennessee that night. It looked like a dream. Um, my last thing is I have a valuable lesson for the listeners: it's a lesson about assumptions and assuming things are right. So my apartment building I live in, in my little unit, as the temperature dipped here in Minnesota, heard a lot about Minnesota winters, gets really cold outside. The heating unit, the little vents in my living room, bedroom, and in the kitchen area, all started pumping out a little bit of hot air. Before I had turned on my furnace or thermostat up for the for the year, because I had it like fully off through the hot months, I'm like, oh, that's odd. Maybe the building just pumps out a little bit of hot air because they don't want their pipes to freeze and like everyone just has a little bit of heat, goes through the whole building, blah, blah, blah. And then you can crank it up more if you need. And I think, listener Brad would have to correct me. I think one of my apartments in New York City did this as well, where like you could control it if you wanted more, but they put like a baseline of heat that was kind of annoying because it would almost get too hot and then you'd have to crack a window. So they, all right, I guess this is just going to happen again, but I really don't enjoy it because it gets kind of like a gross hot where you then have to crack windows when it's like 30 degrees outside, which is not idea. So you have this weird mix of like hot air, freezing cold air. Then your skin dries out. You wake up all sniffled. I'm like, this is not good. Mm-hmm. And I'm I like, I'm about that. 
asked yeah. us about that. Oh. So I'm just like, I don't know. And I have like one of those old thermostats. It's a Honeywell on the wall. It's all analog. One red arrow is where you turn what you want the temp to be. And the bottom arrow is where currently the room is at. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's just an old system. But today, working from home, I'm like, you know what? Let's see if we can take care of this problem. Let's just shoot our shot with the maintenance people. I said, hey, heat's been running. I have it turned to like 62 degrees setting, but it's still running. And it's like 73 in my apartment. Guy comes in, nice guy. He looks around. He's like, your valve might be broken. That's not supposed to be happening. Turns out my thermostat was old and dying. And I got a new one. And now there's no heat pumping in this apartment. I feel great. So that's just a lesson. Don't assume that's just how things should work. Just ask. It doesn't hurt adult to ask. Adult things. Just ask. Grand's growing up adult things. Well, I mean, I didn't fix it. I wish I could have. I would have felt sweet. But, but you figured out there was a problem. I figured out. But you called instead of being like the rest of us. And we just would have sat there and bitched the well, entire time. I didn't I've call. actually had my, I had on my portal, but I'll take it. I had to call. Yeah, no heat. Just checked. I've been checking it like all day. Cause I'm like, is it ever going to turn back on? I don't, I don't want it to, but yeah, we're good. So got a nice little breeze still coming in today and no heat pumping out. But you may okay. want that to work. So you should make sure it does. Yeah. But I'm nervous to like turn it on and just be like, <clears throat> what if it breaks it? And then it's like real hot. Hmm. Well, then you call maintenance. Then I got to get him back up here. My guy. <laughs> um, Game of Thrones. I need to get this off. Amond. Amond. I said that. Amond. Like an idiot. Amond should be king. That's my first statement. Amond should be king. Because he said it doesn't mean you need to agree with him, Grant. I agree. No, he, no he's been my guy. He's sweet. No. You can he's tell this guy. Line. You have to follow the order. You're not in line. Buddy. That's the problem. Back of the line. Well, technically, Evan, um, other buddy over there isn't in line either, and he's king now, so there is no uh, line. Well, Aegon's in like the old patriarchy line, but yeah, Viserys tried to be progressive. Correct, Varys is yeah. He ju- he jumped the curb. Um, yeah, there's actually been all sorts of weird ways of being king in this in this show. Well, yeah, because they're all related to each other. Yes, they all do the dirty together. My guy Hightower, Otto, he's basically been the king this whole time. So my guys are making moves in the realm. I mean. He, like his daughter, Allison, realized that her dad's basically been running the whole show because they had this whole plan for... Um, you, you didn't call her by her nick, new nickname, Grant. Lady Co- Queen Feet? Yeah, the Foot Queen. The Foot Queen. Yeah, Lord Laris. Didn't expect bonk. a foot fetish in the show, but there it was. Bonk, bonk Lord Laris. That was out of the blue. That was sick. Um, um, I don't sick in I a watched. good way. No, bad way, I think. <laughs> I was watching the show with Cody, uh, Cody with a K, because he had a conference here or whatever. Um, and so he, we're watching, and he's like, "What is she doing with his feet?" It was just right before he was about to, you know, get in his pants and do his thing. Okay, I'm like, Cody, uh, he he uh, he likes feet, man. And he's like, "Dude, there's no way that that's gonna happen." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know that. This is about to happen." He's like, "Dude, this this show is just getting weirder and weirder." So it was a it was a weird, very weird scene. I hope there's like a kind of purpose to that, like that ties into something or plays a role. Because I'd really be disgusted if they just threw that in to mess with us. Well, it's just his bribe. It's her. It's her way of getting information. He doesn't out. want money. He just yeah. wants her toes. Yeah, 
And the way that she looked away from the camera, like there was that one, she's been doing it for a while now so she can get information out. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, this has been going on. Really weird. Um, it, it's just the ending <laughs> of that scene was the part that I didn't, I didn't need that. Well, it could have been worse, so we should be thankful it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Right, on a scale this of one is HBO. Ten. Yep. Yeah, we yeah, have to remind ourselves. Point. <laughs> um, other takeaways I had that need to get off my chest, guys I've been out on, Sir Kristen Cole continues to be God, he like, sucks, the worst. dude. And like, I know there's really gruesome ways to die. The way that old man Beesberry died to start the episode kind of sat with me so bad. I hated seeing that. That was that was one of the more brutal deaths I think I've seen. It was just so abrupt. And like thinking about a golden ball going through your temple just felt so bad. So I didn't like that at all. I was pretty uh, pissed about that scene. I did not enjoy that. That one got me fired up because I was like, someone needs to stand up and be like, what are we doing? We're just murdering people of the council for disagreements. Yeah, I was so um, disappointed with how that happened. I thought overall the episode was... Uh, I expected what's going to be next episode to be happening in this episode. So I was underwhelmed that there was like so much backstory. You know, we're used to time jumping, but this episode spent like was all one day. Yeah, I really did not one care. To two days. I did not care at all for the hunt to find Aegon. I could not give a no, single... That, f- that, I mean, you learn some like background about him, what he does. But other than that, yeah, I could I could have gone without that. So without that. I mean, it really was a clunker until the very end, which we it didn't was. get to. Um, Evan, your reaction when we finally find out what Beast Beneath the Boards meant? And were you pleased with how that scene played out? Oh, yeah. No, because she didn't Dracarys them. Yeah, because it's not her fight. She didn't got no dog in the fight. I get it, but it would have been a great end. Then you wouldn't have to have a season two. It would be all over. Everybody's <laughs> dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. What if they um, did? They're just like, we're done. Yeah, we don't We don't have the budget for this. A few lives were lost. You know, we don't care about the peasants, basically, is what Game of Thrones is all about. Yeah, they don't. They really I don't. I was thinking to myself, imagine you get, you're just minding your own business on a Cheering for the new king so you don't get your head chopped off and all of a sudden boom dragon you're 50 feet up in the air well and like well they just like force them in there think about the come see like the come see like you're shopping at jerry's market and like the police just round you up and force you to (laughs) like like, i don't know pigs calzorn as everyone's (laughs) at the park and and you're just like all right i guess we have a new leader we have a new mayor of town (laughs) drive your groceries and get to calzone now (laughs) and a dragon just comes out of nowhere and murks you and you're like well that's that's a nice life (laughs) that's the end of my life (laughs) that would suck but yeah so evan you're cool i mean i think we all know the reason why she didn't burn them but that is one of those things where it's so i think so forced and i was watching the director stuff after they said people will have a gripe with it and i'm one of those people where i wouldn't have let her get that close to being able to kill them i would have found some plot line where like she had to escape right away because they had like someone with a bow and arrow or like someone to to almost kill her dragon but she just had the cleanest of shots she had a breakaway dunk to at least kill one of them and just decided to just fly away which was very very anticlimactic yeah i mean the dragon even squealed at him (laughs) that's what they were building up for is like the the screech 
Also, Aegon is the biggest wuss. His mom had to stand in front of him. Oh, my God. Yeah. That kid sucks. And when he just starts putting his hands up like, yeah, I'm the shit now after he was crying about being the king 20 minutes before. Crying. That. Crying in a little God, bu- that kid the bucket. is a loser. Yeah, but it's nice when everybody has to bow down to you. You realize how much power you he has. team Aegon. No, I don't care who Sounds the king like is. I You're just on know the that green that... team. You don't care who no, the king I'm is in Game Black, of Thrones? Alex. I'm team Rhaenyra. Mm. I'm Team Damon and Aemon. Let's just have them fight to the death for King. Team Rhaenyra. Damon's on Team <laughs> Rhaenyra. Alex, pick uh, one. You can't have I don't both. like Rhaenyra very much. Yeah, she's you immature, do. And she's oh, she's weird. immature now. Yes, very. she is. Still. Yes. After her best friend backstabbed her by having sex with her dad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Right. That's what happened. I know it's well, funny when you say things out loud because she banged her, the guy she liked. Allison liked Kristen Cole in the they oh, show she, in the very first scene, and then Allison took her, took him from her. Yeah, after they did their yeah, oh, Renira banged a guy that she likes. What a freaking punchable offense, Alex. And then banged another guy to make it look like none of her kids belong to her. That's not her, her fault. Husband, that was the arranged marriage because the other guy couldn't get it up because he didn't like that. <laughs> it is funny, though, when we actually like say what's happening. Like It's just such a wild show. But, I mean, Eamon and Damon. I think it's t- everyone's ready for the dragons to get it on. It's Marvin Gaye. Let's just get it on. It's t- the We're ready for here. a fight. And Damon's about to get the world's biggest dragon. But you nope. just realize this. This is the last episode for like two years. We're not going to get another season they until 2024. Filmed this That's how season. long? Nope. They what haven't even started filming because it wasn't Greenland until like a week snow ago. Snow is coming, so that's all that matters. What a joke. Evan, that's not confirmed. Yes, it is. No, it's just, not. Will you be cultured for once, please? There's a Jon Snow show in development. Thrones author George R. R. Martin wrote on his blog. Um, who's your guys? Before, <laughs> we'll move on to sports right after this question. But who's your guys' favorite dragon going into the dragon fights? Uh, the one that I just saw, the big old red one. That the one giant sto- one that we haven't seen yet. That one, one kind of stole the show. Under. I had never seen Rhaenys' dragon. Up close, or I think at all, maybe. And she I wanted like to leave on it, and then the one bodyguard was like, "No, you can't go see your dragon." So no, you're going there. Mm. Now we got to see the dragon. He had like the spiky like collar. He had, like a choker, basically. It was sweet. He had the helmet yeah. on. It was like, yeah, you can't go find your dragon. You can't just, leave on your dragon. I also don't think we're going to see that one at all in like the wars because I don't think she's going to fight in this thing. I, I don't know. I, I think well, she's, she's about to fly it to them, so at least we'll see it in the next episode. We'll see it fight, though. Yeah. Pistons are winning. Wow. NBA is crazy. You just got to remind yourself when you're down 20 points that really it's, it's you're down two. It's because Bogdan's going crazy. He's going a little crazy. Um. All right. Well, that's Thrones. We have the season finale coming up, and then all the people that hate this part don't have to worry about it anymore. For the rest I of think the everybody season. loves this part. They're lying. Some pe- I think some people do. If you, they don't know about Thrones, they probably should skip past it, which is fine. So it's for the better. Now we get to Michigan Penn State. The first recap of our <clears> show it was a bloodbath. My viewing situation. Second half bloodbath. First half. Yeah, bloodbath. Well, it, blood- it was just a beatdown from start to finish. Was, they were losing. It was in the second half. Just, did you? 
Okay, so I guess I, I was going to say how I watched it. So I saw the first half, then on a plane for the second half and saw most of the game. Like, was Wi-Fi was cutting in and out, but was able to stream most of it. Did you guys, like, are you able to see, like, how the first half unfolded, or you just kind of... I What's saw your a little bit of the game? first half. I remember I saw watching the first half a decent amount. Yeah, Michigan did get out to a decent see. lead, am I correct, on that saying that? Yes. I mean, it was a bloodbath on the stat sheet. It was just two single plays in the game. Changed it. There was one point where Michigan had over 20 first downs and Penn State had yeah. zero. And so it was a domination, but they made two the score mistakes. Yes, but I think everyone knew at half they felt good that it was going to go down to the wire. Like it, what, Penn State wasn't going to run away unless Michigan just pooped the bed. But that's the nerve-wracking thing with a team with the turnover in college football where JJ's playing for the first time as a starter. Everything's new for you. You're like, oh, how is he going to respond to throwing a pick six? How is he going to respond to this? And, I mean, I couldn't be more pleased with how they responded and they just dominated this game. The quote I wanted to lead off this recap with was from a um, well-respected college football coach. Urban Meyer, joke of an NFL coach, shady human mm-hmm. being, Urban Meyer, with a beautiful quote as Michigan walked out of the tunnel to start this game. He said, quote, I think we all agree Penn State will shut down or slow down the Wolverine run game. There is no doubt. That might be one of the worst pregame takes we've heard in the last decade. Oh. That, Well, what, Alex? <laughs> it's his job to say stuff, Grant. You're not always going to be right. Doesn't mean he's a moron because he got one thing wrong. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna respectfully disagree, but right. it's nice to have we're someone have, have his back. Pour seats on you forever now. That's just how we're gonna have to do it. You can. I just would never say. I think we all agree. There is no doubt. I would say we'll see. A, a, like best on best, top five rushing defense, top rushing offense. We'll see how it goes. I would not say there is no doubt they'll slow it down. And then they hung over 400 yards of rushing on a team, which is insane. You are the same guy that tells me that I need to not um, play both sides. I should just say an aggressive take one way or the other. So this is what you want, and yet you're going to crucify people if they're wrong. So this is why I can't say aggressive things like that. Because receipts guy, you, will pull it just like you did on Twitter to some poor random fella on Twitter. Well... I wouldn't call him a poor fella. He took a shot, and I took a shot. Yeah. Well, I would say it's big of me in the moment. Guy. It was big of me in the moment not to attack him then because I knew. I trusted your source, and then I just waited till things played out. Anyways, you made some good points, Alex. I do like when people make aggressive takes. It's just more I will hold things against certain people that are bad human beings and bring them out when they play for Ohio State. That's more the point of that quote. But he looked like an absolute idiot, and I laughed at it. It's a bummer for him. <laughs> well said. I don't know about you guys and how you view this Michigan team. I am going to talk from my perspective, then you say how you feel after the results of this game. The Big Ten title race is fully on. It's there's no going back here. They're burning the boats as George Washington did when he when he um, Revolutionary War he told everyone to burn the boats. We're going in because my heart. This is good for the listeners. My heart's ready to be broken. If they had lost this game, it's like all right, this team was a fraud. This team was fugazi. This team wasn't legit. This game cemented this team is legit and has everything they need to try to go down to Columbus and win. I'm not predicting it as of today. I'm just saying I'm not going into Columbus right now expecting to get blown out. I think it's going to be a ball game, and I think this team has what it takes to contend for it all. Yeah, Michigan's an unstoppable force. He'll probably never lose a game for the next 25 years. Okay, mm-hmm. so troll Alex. That's how he and chose And Jay Nivey is him. Okay. Just so we know. Troll Alex. 
real Alex. What does real Alex think? Oh, I just said it. What does real Alex never, never lose again? <laughs> You're oh. such a piece of. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to what you said, Green, that was a beatdown. I get your point how you did dominate like the stat sheet, but all in all, you make a mistake. I still don't think you can call it a beatdown. Um, just based Final off the score, score I feel like down. there's games where the other team really outplayed the other opponent, but they still lost. So, like, how much can we, like, call it a beatdown? I get what you're saying. I would say they ran away with it um, on the field and on the scoreboard. I mean, they like, killed you, Anytime you put up 400 yards on the top 10 rush defense, um, there's something that the other team is, like, missing. Um, but... I'm always in the notion that Penn State's always overrated. They're only ranked high because of their logo. Um, yeah, this is great for uh, Evan to be impressed. No, I, that's what I'm going to say. I'm not impressed because it's Penn State. It's Sean Clifford and James Franklin are still in charge of that offense and the program, and we know how soft James Franklin is now even more. Yeah, yeah he is baby soft. Don't get me wrong. They're still Penn State's very talented and more talented than a lot of teams in the Big Ten. So it is – impressive to an extent but i don't know if i'm going to the extent of saying national championship or bust i do think they can compete down in columbus i think a lot of teams can compete with them um but i don't know if you tell me right now who's going to win the football game i'm saying it's ohio state yeah Karen, what is your percentage now coin Who's- flip 40 60 last week i'm still i'm still 60 40 ohio state because they have too many weapons on the field right now and currently michigan's offense it's two dudes and the quarterback play has been subpar i don't know about subpar evan that that feels like a little subpar versus decent opponents it has been i think we're just kind of saying he's a he's a glorified kid mcamara right now in the last two games i I agree with that. He's had to just be a game manager, but some of the throws he made, like on um, on like their second possession, he had a rollout like forty yard dot to the sideline to Cornelius Johnson to get the drive moving, and that's just he's making throws that Cade can't. His turnover pick six, yeah, maybe I'd like to see him throw it out of bounds, but it did get batted at the line off of Penn State guy's helmet into a guy's hand running the other way. So it was one of the more like where the ball go fluky pick sixes. And he, outside of that one tip ball, he really didn't play a horrendous game. It wasn't his cleanest. And but you, I will, I agree with your point where he hasn't been asked to do like put a game on his shoulders. I am on. I'm gonna operate on the assumption. I think he can based from the talent I've seen him have so far. Alex, you look like you got a thought festering. I mean, can he throw the ball no, downfield? No. The deep ball, not been great. So we will see that. That will be a that will be a big test going into Ohio State. But here's the thing, Evan. I keep going back at is this game proved to me. I think they can go into Columbus and control the trenches like they did against them last year. And if you're hitting, like when we think about home run plays, we typically think throwing the football the way the games change. But if you're gonna have runs of 20 plus yards and have two 60 plus yards that go for touchdowns, you don't need to hit deep post routes. You just gash them and then let two like great running backs make plays against safeties and score i'm not saying i'm not disagreeing with you there i think you're up front your offensive line is probably one of the best units in the country regardless of position regardless of position one of the best units in the country yeah. um 
two stud running backs that complement each other very well. I'm just talking about like the entire team right now. I think Ohio State's gotten a lot better offensively. Now they have more weapons due to injuries and other people to step up. I think they have very two stud running backs. But we were saying the same thing, like to your point, we were saying the same thing last year about how good Ohio State was, and Michigan proved them wrong. Yeah. But my thing is like Michigan's defense, where is that guy that like impacted defense? Yeah. You yeah. lined up against Michigan last year and you're like, okay, I have two NFL players that I have to worry about every single snap. Three. And now this year, like, am I getting that? Like, yeah, you have a stud defensive tackle. Okay, you have a what's his name? You're the guy, your defensive MVP. I can't think oh, of it off the top of my head. Sainer's still that I like? Yes. Yeah. Okay, but, like, who's that other dude that's, like, TJ out there that's going to, like, step up and make the play in, like, a bigger time game? Yeah. I mean, you have to go down to Columbus. Playing at home on noon is a lot easier than playing in probably should be, like, the quarterfinal of the college football playoff. Yeah. And it might be weather. I mean, I think with how this Michigan team is built, I think, you know, any snow like we saw last year, any, any rain against Ohio State... Like if, if Michigan somehow beats Ohio State this year in Columbus, I think their AD was gonna push for like a dome stadium for Ohio State because they're gonna like if it's like bad weather, I could definitely see that. Be like, oh, we can't keep listening to this team outdoors. They'll move, but, they'll move it into Indianapolis every year. In all seriousness, yeah, I think like the coach speak. The the if you're gonna buy into the blue wall, the Kool Aid, they're gonna say there's less top tier talent on this defense, but as a whole. They can make up for that because there's just a lot of there's not a lot of weak links when you look at the defense of like guys you can go expose on a play. They're not Hutchinson or Ajabo, but they're saying the the sum could be as good as last year's top tier. But I yeah, I still have like worries. But it was good to see them. I know Penn State's not an amazing offense by any means. No one's accusing them of that. But they really they gave up ten points. And if they don't blow a 60-yard read option play to Sean Clifford where the safety was just absolutely lost, which you have to clean up. I'm not saying like that's not going to happen again, but you expect those things to get more cleaned up as the year goes on. They give up three points. Like They really played phenomenal in all assets of the game against this Penn State team, so that gave me confidence with the defense. I kind of I didn't know that offense would manhandle them because like last year this offense scored 17 points in Happy Valley and dropped 41 <coughs> this year. So I think I feel good about the offense's running attack. Um, a question I have for you guys that I was listening to some clips from Valenti and Rico Beer talking about the the fallout from this game. They Valenti's take right now. I don't know if this is clicks. I don't know if he. I think he really believes it. I don't think he'd make it up. He says the winner of OSU Michigan will win the national championship. Do you That's agree? Evan said it. Okay, there we go. That's clickbait. That's trying to get everybody local media to actually start talking about. Into somebody else like below the Tennessee line. Somebody above the Tennessee line wins a national championship that's not named Ohio State, proves, and then, like, you have to prove it. Like, it, right now, it's SEC or nothing. And if you're going into a game right now versus Tennessee, you would take your chances over them? If it's on a neutral site, yeah, I think I would pick Michigan to win a close one. I, I oh, Tennessee cannot stop a single team. I, I'm not saying that, but you're all going to make a mistake. They have to score 55, and I don't think Tennessee will feel bad about giving up 50 and scoring 55 to win like they did on Saturday. Their offense is insane. Yeah, I don't I mean I don't know. It, I don't, it's just I, one of those things where, like, regardless, they, I would take Georgia and Bama over Michigan. I it's like I'm you not go ready into to a game Tennessee. versus Bama. There is yeah, still I, a huge difference in talent. I don't get me wrong. This is one of the weaker Bama teams, and I would feel more comfortable this year facing Bama than years past 
And then even, well, I mean, last year's Georgia team was absurd. But, like, to think that you had a chance last year versus Georgia would be, was insane. I would say you have a better chance this year versus Alabama or Georgia than you did, like, last year. Agree with that. I'm not agreeing with this point. This might be a little too in the weeds of national, but I still, deep down, we flash forward to the end of the season. I think Alabama is going to be better than Tennessee. I think that was the Knoxville effect. I think they won that three a three point game at home, which is like how Vegas handicaps it. And Bryce Young was back from being hurt. Like I think Alabama at the end of the day still a better football team than Tennessee. I don't know how you give up that many explosive plays, like forty yard bombs in a game like Alabama did. So, do I think Michigan would do that? I want to say no, but I, I don't know. Unless Tennessee really is that good, I think it'd be. A very very good ball game it would really kind of, if it was a home and home they'd probably split it but yeah i'm not ready to say the winner of that game in columbus wins the national championship because i still that's remember, a crazy George, thing to say we're not I rem- even i remember he's calling a shot he's saying he thinks those two sec Alex, teams are not halfway through the year so i mean i guess yeah, i mean we're getting there basically I at mean, this point you know who the Michigan top teams are played four games yeah but you real. know who the top teams are just based off it's a halfway through the year you know who's better than everyone else, mm. and you know who has zero you, chance to win a national championship, and you know who does. I could give you plenty of examples of the first college football rankings of teams in the top five that finished like 25th. I'm not talking about the college football rankings, Alex. We don't trust those people's opinions. They're garbage. Well, right That's now, right. I've been— You have a bunch of people that sit in a room that don't watch college football. Your you rankings watch- right now will probably be the same as theirs. It's pretty no. easy to, to put the top five together right now. Yeah, but I'm saying, okay, yeah, it's easy to put the top five together because those are the only people that have a chance to win a national championship. Yeah, and I'm saying it's not always as easy as week eight or whatever the well, I think oh, they come out after week eight. eight. And then that top five, there's going to be a team that just like drastically falls off for whatever reason. Not drastically, but they'll lose like two games, and then you'll never see them again until they play in the Peach Bowl. Mm. Interesting. I mean, I can give plenty of examples. I'm not going to bore everyone with that, but I appreciate Michigan that, State was ranked number three last year. Yeah, and yeah. we weren't. We shouldn't have been ranked that high. I've well, been telling I know you that, that last year. Well, Evan, yes, you should have. You guys, you guys no, didn't. We should have been just the top beaten 10. the team that made the playoff, Evan, and we were yeah. undefeated. <laughs> that so, team yeah. was overranked. Michigan. Um, yep. Wow. Um, the two things I would say are improvements from this game. That, that we need improvements because it can't all be sunshine and roses um but you do, like evan said you have to enjoy wins and i enjoyed this i i even wins. got i know i told you guys i really dislike penn state i try my best and try on our account to not take too many shots at opposing teams but in this case when penn state's head coach gives you if, so much material if it's james franklin you should bury him underneath the- and if he had said nothing i wouldn't have kept belaboring it but some of the things that he was saying post game it just looks like an absolute Charmin ultra soft piece of toilet paper, a mm. little cupcake. But um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I watched all the clips. Um, you have bye week in the middle too to enjoy it more. But no complaints really, except for two things. Well, except for one main thing. Red zone offense improvement. Michigan got inside the 10, I think on both their first drives and walked away with field goals. One was a missed swing route like J.J., Juiced out the game, just throws it too high over Donovan Edwards' head on a swing rod that I think probably would have got to the pylon. Um, that should be easy to clean up. Just relax, take a deep breath. Um, but like against Ohio State, starting the game six nothing, and then if you have a mistake like you did against Penn State, Ohio State's going to bury you. So 
red zone offense can't be selling for field goals especially when you get inside the 10 like if you if you like it's a clunky drive and you sneak your way inside the 30 and then you hit like a 45 yard plus that's different you get like on the doorstep and you're moving the ball easily need to finish those out two jj's deep balls like evan said we did not see any in this game from what it looked like penn state was kind of like daring them which is daring they they penn state was like we just don't want to get beat deep and then they were going to dare the run and then the run just absolutely gashed them the whole game um and then my last thing the big house i know i had to self-imposed ban till we beat ohio state i really want to get back there bad i've only been to the big house i think twice and it the energy looks like it's restored with this team with with where the program's at i need to be back in the big house at some point i don't know when it's going to happen this is just kind of speaking it into existence so they got rid of all the old cranky old people I think they're still lurking, but they're. I've been told think, to sit down in the big house before. I think they're just they're they're willing to compromise more than the teams doing well. They love Jimbo so much that they're willing to stand for more than one play. Yeah, God forbid those knees get a little <laughs> get a little shaky. Um, did you guys have any other lingering thoughts from this this embarrassment uh, of Penn State? No, Evan said Michigan was a fraud, and you got your points out. You guys argued it out. That was good. It was good. I, I wasn't were in an argument for once. Evan, just Evan Penn State's a fraud. a fraud and always has been. Alex just wasn't, you Franklin's. weren't impressed. That's all. Alex, I'm not impressed with anyone over Penn State. That's what I mean. I'm not yeah. I'm not attacking your That's sentiment. I think it was good that you two argued. I said it was once, very impressive to run the ball down the top five. Top ten rush defense for Evan, 400 no over 400 one yards. Is questioning what you said? I'm just saying you guys got you it. You are questioning what I said because you've been backtracking. What did you What did you really say? Because you did the troll. Alex, Michigan is never going to lose again. Like you respect Penn State because me and you are more like ah oh, Penn State's still solid. Evan hates Penn State, whereas Evan and I are more like ah oh, Maryland's solid, and you're like Maryland stinks. So that's like we've <laughs> been divided. Maryland does stink. Okay, that is the most true thing I've ever said on this show. <laughs> um, they do stink. So, so what, what did you does? really think? Like. If you, well, you, we're see, bad, you, Evan. you see the stats, you see the final score, what are you thinking about this Michigan team after that performance? I told you, I've seen them play four real games. I think Penn State was a quality opponent, a quality win. I've said every time they've won a Big Ten game, that anytime you win, and especially away from home, that is an impre- it is impressive. Um, I'm not ready to write them as a college football playoff, book them in there. I'm not ready to say they're going to beat Ohio State guaranteed. But I certainly would be surprised if they weren't 11 and 0 going into Columbus. And do you think that game going in is like a game you think is going to be competitive, or is that like you think this team could easily revert back to Michigan of old, where they walk into a death trap and they lose by 30? Um, as bad as um, some of the teams Michigan's going to play coming up i think i'll learn a lot more i'm certainly going to learn a lot more about michigan when they play michigan state because i'll watch a game start to finish of michigan and yeah. then i'll tell you and i also think i'm going to learn more about ohio state they have played nobody they're one of the only teams in the country who Whoa. has not played a team in the top 25 nice, that's, just, that's a fact they just haven't played a team in the top 25 so we'll see how they do against iowa and I know they're going to kill them the because stinks. can't score. But I want to see how that defense at least holds. It's in Columbus, so I do think it'll end up being a bloodbath. But then they have to go to Happy Valley. And I tell you that if they sh- – I know it's Happy Valley. I know Penn State against Ohio State at Happy Valley. Is home field advantage, Grant, home field advantage. But if it's not at least like a two-score game, if it's a sweat, I'm going to be licking my chops. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be afraid of Columbus. It's a completely different game. I'm, I'm just Home telling you how it matters so much in college football. It's crazy. I'm telling you how I'm going to feel. 
I'm telling you how I feel because that Penn right, State I'm team got you exposed. Shouldn't, you shouldn't drink the, the Kool-Aid based on that. Well, I have friend of the program, love him, listener Wyatt, taking a little Twitter saying that he thinks Ohio State has the best offensive line in the country. So if they can't bully Penn State, then that we know the well, answer Ohio State that. doesn't have to do it that way. That's the difference between Ohio State and Michigan at this point in time. Ohio State can probably do both. We don't Michigan, know if Michigan can. Michigan's only missing link is if they had they need like if they got one of Ohio State's receivers or Jane Reed and Keon to start on the outside, they would be looked and at as Keon. like see oh, if, who's wide receivers course better. Michigan State's is. Oh yeah. I just, the it, despite how terrible Michigan State's been all year, I think it feels good to at least win that battle. Yeah, I had started the year I had Jane Reed number one by far, and then I had Keon like ranked last like because I had I hadn't seen him play and like all the other guys had at least played but now it's easy he's two like they are one and two and if you combined all of them Ronnie Bell's a three so Feels but good. yeah if if Michigan gets guys like that then you look at them as like okay this team can contend for an, a natty or a CFP again but that's what they're missing still because their outside guys don't like really scare you um, I think we'll learn a lot about them in a week and a half because there's a pretty bad secondary they're going to play soon. Yeah. 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 Um, Michigan State, Wisconsin, overtime walk-off win, pretty sweet. My question to lead this off for you guys is the emotions you felt, did it change them at all? Or are you still like, oh, whatever, we won? Or was it like, oh, you know what? Felt really good to win again. This team not sucking me back in, but like I'm going to give them more of – bandwidth in my brain more light of day after this performance it felt good to win there's no i'm not going to deny that correct i mean i I wasn't locked in to the game i i I watched the fourth quarter in overtime that's all i really saw the first overtime or both overtime you didn't miss much i saw the first couple drives so we can fourth quarter all overtime um i saw i got to the bar they were already losing seven nothing wisconsin scored right away so it's like oh here we go convert a convert a third and 18 in the red zone it was disgusting it's like here we go it was disgusting this is gonna be awful i looked up at the tv i'm like jacoby women got a pick i'm like what is position is he playing realized he was playing linebacker kind of interest got peaked a little saw that dylan tatum (laughs) was playing uh true freshman Dropped dropped a pick dropped a Probably pick six. We dropped two interceptions on the same play. So we had actual opportunities for turnovers. Um, We didn't give up 50 points. So with all that being said, yeah, it felt good to win. And I thought we looked fine. But Wisconsin stinks. So I don't feel like better. It feels good to win. Wisconsin is not a pushover. Win bye week against the team that, you know, at this point – that is like our only game left that we care about. It's our basic Super Bowl because we're so garbage. I would always say that it would never be my Super Bowl, but when you're three and four or whatever we are, it, it has to be now because that could be our bowl game. <laughs> so, yeah, it feels good that we won and have a bye week before that game. It makes you at least like give you a 5% chance of hope. I think that was just really good, Alex. I feel like you watched me through every emotion you felt there. Yeah, Evan, your turn. What did you? What did you feel? This, this it feels good to Badger. Win. It feels good to win. Um, Jim Leonard is an up and coming star um, in the coaching realm. Is um, Jim Leonard better than Mel Tucker? So Grant, <laughs> on Saturday he was not. Well, 
he didn't grad. make as many coaching blunders as Mel Tucker. We can talk about that a little bit. But yeah, I would still take Jim Leonard long term. Yes. Jim Leonard left his corners on an island against two stud receivers and got beat over and over again. Well, they just got to grow up. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so you yell at Mel for. I cannot wait to use not that his guys. Not his guys. Week not his guys, just actually, like, Grant. Yeah, I can't, they got to grow up. Oh, yeah, I will probably be saying 100% his guys. Um, no. He recruited them. All of them. <laughs> no. Paul Chris did all the recruiting. I think you'd be proud. I think you played a little bit better. Got a couple guys back. Mm, um, I forgot to mention Barrow, dog. Uh, your quarterback Not was him. very efficient. Um, as we saw, he was never the problem of the offense. Evan, you uh, can't just say that he played uh, flawless uh, all uh, season. I am talking. I have the talking stick. Thank you. <laughs> um, the sucky, sucky fest for me was unprecedented. I, I am. Oh, hate on me. I'm a Michigan State fan. And I support the starting quarterback of the football team. But nobody else on the team and no but coordinators. Evan, you can say like he didn't have a great game. I will not support the coordinators because they he put sucked their... plenty of times this year and you know it. Just admit it. I, I have admitted that he has missed some throws. Don't get me wrong, but to so you come out and say that he games. is single-handedly is the reason why this team stinks is outrageous. Has anybody on this podcast said that? I'm not saying that. I'm calling out all no. the stupid Michigan State fans that I hate seeing. <laughs> cut the cut. Whoever, whoever cheers for Noah came to go in the game, don't like you. Well, then we got Evan. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Evan knows I'm doing it out of like Evan knows I'm doing it just for fun. Although I really do like no Kim. Um Grant said some mean things about Peyton Thorne last week. I believe it. I was like if he didn't turn around, I had receipts guy, I had the graphic I made of Alex saying uh Peyton Thorne is clearly the best second best quarterback in the Big Ten ready to like uh-huh. put that out and circulate it. But I was like, well, he kept my mouth shut a little he's bit not, with that He's not the second best, but that's irrelevant. I mean, you boggled up uh, like the best one of the best running backs in the the best Third, Probably second the best, best talent-wise running back. Mm, can do it all. Can um, actually catch passes. Yep. I would say oh. yep, best youngest. Like put him with age. Put him behind Michigan's offensive line. I'm oh, pretty sure he'd be Travion good. Henderson. Dude, I don't know. Blake Horn's Travion Henderson really, doesn't even start for Blake his own. Blake really Ibrahim. good. So, Blake Rainer, Horn's really I'm good. sorry. I have to ask. I wanted yeah. to text this in the group chat several times the yeah, last two say, weeks because it's all I see it. on Twitter. Let's let, Are make you sure we get in the Evan camp that... Blake Corum is better than Kenneth Walker? No, we were in the middle of the season. We don't know how it's all going to shake out. Just like from your eyes alone, you've seen enough from both of them. Who's the hardest? The hardest part, like they have the oh same. Oh my god, it's a debate in his head. I mean, they have the same intangibles of making guys miss. They do it in different ways. The one obviously glaring thing is offensive line talent. Like one is running behind two Remington Award teams. And one ran behind a sack of donuts last year. So like, <laughs> that's how I know who's better. But we don't know how Blake would look behind a bad offensive line. This kid makes people miss within a shoebox. Like he's still as talented at making people miss as Kenneth was. As talented. And, and is Blake going to do that next year in the NFL like Kenneth did in his first real game as a running? Well, back? there's some real limitations to Blake Corm long term because of his stature, and like that's just. NFL scouts are not going to get behind that and give him give him a fair shot just based on how tall he is as a human being. Kenneth but is I'm a talking, guy. In, and it's still early. Like if if Blake fizzles the end of the year, yeah, no doubt. But like, I mean, 
he keeps making plays and he has like a massive game against Ohio State, like it's a, it's a real conversation. Right now, it's not. It's Kenneth Walker. I'm just imagining Kenneth if he were on Michigan right now, he would be torching the land even worse. I think if he came in to Michigan, like he transferred to Michigan, he'd be phenomenal. I think if he, he would win the Heisman. Like if he transferred, no, but wait, this is my kind of joke. Like if he transferred after his Michigan State year, he might suck because he might be like, "Oh, there's a hole there." Like, do I hit that? Like, is that what you do as a running back? Like, it might, it might mess him up. But I mean, yeah, ignore that. Kenneth, Um, was Kenneth Walker was phenomenal, and yeah, he. I'm just surprised that so many people think this is a, a real, a real debate. I think that's just like troll behavior personally i think the the heisman stuff i think is legit and i would back him like i think right if it ended today if it ended i thought kenneth walker should be in new york if it ended today blake quorum should be in new york we'll see how the season plays out yeah that's fine to say i just don't think talent levels exactly the same that's all just had to know your thoughts i knew your michigan slappy a little bit would would cloud your judgment which is okay yeah, you grow attachments to it. Like if you were like straight up trade, like the no brainer is Kenneth Walker, but you've grown attached to Blake Corm. Like you want him to succeed in the major because like you're Blake invested. Corm. He's a good guy. And I watched an HBO documentary that Alex recommended about him. Like I love Blake Corm. He's a good guy. Um Don Edwards, honestly, might end up being better when his career's over. That kid is insane. Um Okay. Also Evan. Jay Johnson. Weekly Jay, Jay Johnson, Johnson. check-in. I watched Matthew Loves Ball, watched it back. There were some play calls in this game that piqued my interest that I thought looked pretty good. Is Jay Johnson dipping into his ditty bag halfway through the season? <laughs> he needs to do it more Save often. it for Michigan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is these the whole, He's foreplay right now. Hey, breaking news. We have <laughs> like gonna... 30 seconds left in the game, and we have to move the ball forward to get a good oh, shot. That's that was a check at the line. That's Mel Tucker. That was a check at the line, Evan. That's your guy. I'm blaming Mel Tucker for that. I already read about that. <laughs> no, th- there shouldn't be a check at the line in that situation. You're calling the play and you're telling your quarterback to run it because we have to move vertical down the field. PT, Wait, so check Payton, that, Evan. Payton PT Thorne, has full control to check whatever he wants. Peyton Thorne checked to the bubble? Yes. Wow, that's stupid. He also checked to the third and 12th game-winning touchdown. That's not stupid because... That one wasn't it hard to do. Because it worked. Wait. If the bubble worked, then... We wouldn't even be talking about this. The bubble, very hard the bubble to do had no chance to work. I agree. It was a bad check. The only way the bubble works is if he scores a touchdown from like where they were, which is not going to happen. Oh, a bowl. Ran like, out of it bounds. Was, but it was the inside. It was the slot receiver. He's not getting out of bounds. No, it was a it was a terrible check. Is my point? Yes, I agree. But Evan Jay Johnson, couple plays probably piqued your interest this game. If not, I wrote down some that I could back my guy, not my Malik guy. I'm, he's not my guy. Get the ball more. Yes, we all know that play. Yeah, that was a great route. That was like the old, um, not the the new Madden route where the tight end kind of delays and then yeah. shoots up, and it was just it was a thing of beauty. Pistons um, are losing. Alex, it's halftime. Uh, no. You know, it's give or take here and there. I hate like stalling out on the the drives like here and there. Like, can we move the ball? I, I'm absolutely still irate. Hey, we're gonna run the ball inside, so let's get every single player that's on the field in a seven yard box. Let's do it. All 22 guys are gonna be like in arm's length of each other. It's ridiculous. The fourth and one play. 
And then, like, the announcers were just like, yeah, they were in the same play earlier. It's like, it's a little bit different, buddy. Calm down. I hate that we just bunch everybody up. Tendency, Grant, call Michigan. If we bunch everybody up, we're probably running the ball in between the tackles. I have another tendency. Until we're not. We're just trying to put that on film until we're not. Oh, we already put it on film. I'm sick of it for seeing it for the sixth. You're going to see a deep toss to the right side and take it to the crib. I have another tendency that I'm going to pass along this week and next week. Tim Brando was all over it. His partner was all over it, too. His I don't know his name. was not good. I thought but he actually did a pretty solid job. He, he was doing a little me. Tony Romo call and plays before they have him. Any, anytime there's... Anytime there is trips to one side in either Jayden or Keon, it's a fade if they're the solo route with field to work with. So I yeah, hope it's Michigan a choice route. And those guys out. are just go deep. Yeah, those guys, it's a choice route. It should be a choice route. And any concept of an offense, you should be like, you have a choice route based off of the corner's alignment. And I mean, those two guys are like, yeah, I'm always open. And that's when, they when we talked in our group chat about calling plays, like I could call that play. 10 yes. times a game and get points out of it just based on how it's executed until the defense made adjustments. They're like, all right, the, this offensive coordinator only knows how to throw deep balls to his two best receivers. <laughs> and we'll just double cover both. I also saw, I mean, it was a ballsy play. It could have backfired, but it worked. So you think it's genius where they sent Keon in motion and kicked out the end on a counter play that worked for a decent amount of yards. So that's a little innovative offense by Jay Johnson there. Those look like the old Dave Warner, Connor Cook. I'm not sure. Dave Warner used at for a, for a season was good. It it can work, Evan. I Dan don't think Rochard we should put as much season two. blame on Jay Johnson. He's doing his best with a bad offensive line. Well, he needs to try harder. He's trying to run the ball because our head coach wants to run the ball, and what? that makes us stall out early. We'll give it the ball to Berger more. You need beefier backs. Burger is what? beefy enough. What happened to yeah, Jack? I, I, I like Burger a lot. Pac-12 Jack Broussard sucks. He's Pac 12 only. He's little and he sucks. And he, he he's sucks. not in, in between the tackle. He's more of a zone concept scheme. I need a he's Austin like, stretch, stretch, stretch. Austin and then cut pretty good. That's a very generous comparison. So, Alex, that's a miss by you because you were pumping Jared Broussard's tires. Look, he won Pac 12 Offensive Player of the Year. Now I realized. He won during COVID with Pac-12 the COVID play season. Defense. Won during the COVID season. The COVID year was fake, so it doesn't really matter. COVID year happened, Alex. Everyone played football. Stop it. Yeah, it happened. Didn't learn anything from For it. For some more than others. Yes, I we did. Other, all gone. we learned was Rocky Lombardi can throw a good deep ball. We learned almost, Joe Milton is a terrible quarterback. Joe Milton got just to beat throw, Alabama. Got to throw <laughs> the Hail Mary at the end of the second quarter for his team because he has better arm strength than Hendon Hooker. So he still has um, that Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady mixture in him. Yes, he plays. Shot out he the free press. The Hail Mary. Big old freaking idiots. <laughs> um, one I guess discouraging thing from this game. I guess if you're a fan of it, a team. Every time I was watching uh, Matthew Loves Ball at the end, almost once a drive, it was third and long. City like something was going wrong with these teams. I don't know if they're penalties or what or bad play calling. Where there was a lot up, of penalties by Michigan, and it's like this game. third and twelve, third and eighteen, third and ten. There was like. The shortest third down I think I saw was like third and five. So that's not great when in terms of like getting in the flow of an offense where you don't want to be facing third and longs. So that's something to try to get better at as the season goes on. But uh, there's a, take a million things to get better at. <laughs> the defense made some plays and they got some sacks and they did okay. And Wisconsin's offensive line is still impressive, at least in my opinion, unless I they do. just magically got terrible in the last five years. 
Winmon, dude, Bogdanovich is so good. Yeah, he was really such good. a fleece of a trade. Um, two things that stood out to me: Winmon, we talked about the pick, the strip, the fumble, force. Kobe's OT, a freak. The, the biggest play of the game. I mean, that guy. He just got a nose for the football. He can make any play you need: a pick, a strip sack, a, a force a fumble out. Um, when a running back's running at him. So great job there, especially from Braylon Allen, who who holds on to the ball. And then speaking of Braylon Allen, you see the difference Xavier Henderson makes with a huge goal line tackle. Did you see that? I was just going to say the hit on Vince Allen. That was awesome. Yeah. He popped him. Now, it kind of sucks because they scored the they next scored play. They scored the next play, really, really took it away. But. but that's one of those things where if that's Angelo Gross, he's getting driven into the um, field goal post. So it's nice to have Xavier <laughs> Henderson putting his face yeah, in there. Yeah, he, he really helps our defense. He didn't lose any ground. He talked a little smack. So it's nice have to have Slade, him. You Slade, Jacoby, and Henderson. Is your three, Brooks, three levels. Well, Brooks didn't even play in this game. He was injured. What? Oh, okay. I thought you were saying he was a coach's DMP. I was going to have no, Mel Tucker's But you know job. he didn't play because Jacoby played middle linebacker. Van Summerin. Ben Van Summerin. Barely oh, you're played saying in this game because ben, Winman took his spot. You're saying BVS didn't play and Michigan State had one of his best defensive games of the year? Is that what you're saying? Okay, Grant, mm. can, can we go just backtrack there? I get yes. what happened, yes. However, asterisks there because BVS stand? <laughs> Wisconsin runs a way different offense than 95% of the country. Well, they just started running the ball like Michigan's going to. The superior no, offense. But it's it, Michigan, it, it's not Jim Harbaugh's offense anymore. They're not having four tight ends out there and a fullback and they're running power behind and over and over and over again. discredit this defensive breakthrough we had at home, at homecoming against Wisconsin? Yes. The <laughs> Are you saying Graham Mertz is not good? Yes. <laughs> Are you saying Winman's not going to play middle linebacker next game? Because I No, I really think he absolutely is because you have he's to stop the run. Middle? If you don't stop the run. Yes. He played middle I mean, linebacker played last UNLV, year. People right? need to like he yeah. is a get educated, and he played linebacker the previous like years at UNLV. So then, coaching malpractice lined him up where they did. Well, they thought at the no, time they had more depth at linebacker because, because Snow and Brule and all those guys were supposed to play linebacker, and we had no defense. Love to see it. Yeah, Brule played his most snaps of the season as well. This is when you move a guy who's maybe his maybe his best possession, maybe his best position is defensive end. But you move him to cover up a fifty overall player playing middle linebacker. Yes, and then I think now his he's, best a, he's a net is linebacker. Okay, so you just took a ninety overall defensive end and made him a ninety-two middle linebacker and kicked a fifty overall linebacker to the curb. They can't lie. The first game, and then you bring when, in a when he gets like five sacks, end. you're like, wow. I mean, what a great idea. He's just an athlete. Yeah, so that's why I'm positions. that's why I'm hinting defensive end could be. And his he best did position. he did come down and play defensive end on third and longs with Winman. It playing middle linebacker under first and second down, I'm going to take away third and pin your ear backs and rush. It's a better front seven to stop the run than it is in any Way situation. Better. And with Slade and Barrow back together. Slade and Barrow. That now you're putting more nice. side on the defensive end. The if we can finally, Slade and Barrow. <laughs> if we can get rid of... Slade and Barrow law firm. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, if you can get rid of... Brand, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Wright. Brandon Wright had his best game of the season. I don't Yeah, care. watch your mouth, Evan. If I was Michigan's Sack and offense, fumble. If I was Michigan's offensive coordinator Listen and I saw Jim. him out there, I said, Jim, we're running power right at twenty six until they finally take him out the game. And they never just do. a question. Um, you're gonna put Oluwatimi right in his to play kitchen? defensive end. 
Alex, size matters. Who do you size want matters. to play defensive end? Alex, I know the answer. He wants Jeff Petrowski. Jeff Petrowski. <laughs> no, I'm glad that kid hasn't played a snap this year because his who? defense would be ten times worse with him out there. Who do you want to play, Evan? Well, Zion Young. Zion Young. Zion started. started. Yes, played I know. Like the whole game. Who else do you want to play? Got to have um, two of them on the field. Yes, Brulee. you can. Brule is playing linebacker. Well, just Nickel, beef up the defensive line. Who do you want to play defensive end? We don't have any bodies. Yes, you do. Put a defensive tackle out there, bro. We're stopping we the did. run. Did ABS. you see that? We were playing Barrow at defensive end on some plays. Then put Alex Van Summer in there. He's fast. I've seen the high school tape. Slay can play strong side defensive end. We were moving our D tackles to defensive end. We should have them play there every Slade game. and Barrow are stand-up edge rushers? Uh, they're <laughs> hand in the dirt, guys. There's no doubt. I'm just Barrow picturing a Barrow bowling ball lining up at a two point. Pops though. Alex, our next game is it going against the best offensive line in the country? I'm you telling you, Evan Bogle's done for the year, f- so I don't know what you want to do. Any former Petrowski hasn't played in four weeks. That kid would get abused. If I ever see that kid out on the field, I am running power at covered his a fumble against Michigan, didn't he? No, we're close. Recovering fumble recovered. is like the <laughs> lamest stat. It's the it lamest is. stat. You're it's just in the impressive. right place. I'm just saying um, we don't have any bodies unless you want to put 350-pound defensive tackles at DM. Yes. Are just Against so Michigan, you're going to need it. And Blake Corman and Donovan Edwards just going to run past them. No, you if stop you the run. love trench warfare, you just grab a bottle of lotion and watch we're Zach put, Zinter and Barrel go at it. We're going to put four the D-tackles be awesome. as our D-line. No, Zion Young is out there, Alex. Yeah, he's not great against the run yet. Um, Before we get too late, we're already really in the wrong. weeds. I want to wrap up this game with just discussing the end of regulation clock management. Are, is there a level of dis- discern? Uh, Jay Johnson's fault. Concern. Where Evan. it's like, is Mel Tucker, Dan Campbell, vice versa? Like, are you getting PTSD from watching Lions games? Because that was, I watched it back on Matthew Love's ball. That was disgusting clock management. It was bad. Doesn't help that if you get your normal long snapper who got hurt and wasn't playing and all that went okay, and they made the field goal. No one's talking about it. We just also happen to have the worst special teams unit in the country. It just wasn't going to go. I don't think it was his fault. But everyone was so rushed. It's the fact they were rushed. It's because Peyton Thorne checked into a bad play. But it's also he he wasn't told to do that. He called the timeout at a bonehead time. Yes, the timeout was awful. Could have just rushed. Mel needs a timeout guy. Dan and Mel need timeout guys. That's the only answer I really wanted to get out of this question. I don't think Mel's a bad coach because he doesn't know when to call his timeout. I mean, this is he's a, a bad coach because he has Hazelton employed. Uh, Hazelton was calling some good stuff with his peanut butter and jelly defense against Wisconsin. So peanut butter and jelly, mm. what? That's a Penn State cut Bland. from the locker. No, just Mel said that in his uh, post game presser. Oh, just like bland basic defense because we have a bunch of guys that have never played. Hmm. There you go. That worked. So, Scotty, good performance for him. He's back. Stop. Builds a little buzz week. going into the tw- it builds a little buzz going into the 29th. If you guys had lost, you really like depths of despair. It's nice. Like both teams are feeling themselves and you're like, We're all right, not let's do this thing. Feeling ourselves. Um I if you don't think that win at least like in the night game in the flashbacks, we're not going to talk about next week yet. We got a whole week to do that, but like there's definitely going to be some, a percentage of the fan base is like, "You know what?" 
Why not us to go into the big house? Well, when you know when Michigan State goes up seven nothing in that game on a Jaden Reader, Keon Coleman, Moss, everyone's gonna convince themselves, and then we'll lose forty eight not forty eight seven, like the last time. Don't give away your stuff for next week, Alex. Let's relax. (laughs) Anybody could predict that. Um, the Detroit Lions, the Dallas Cowboys, the Lions are back in our lives. I don't have a ton of a preview. It sounds like Dak Prescott is back. Sounds like Michael Parsons is going to make Alex look like a genius when Where's he said we should have at? drafted him. Jerry's it's in world. Jerry's world, baby. Who just told Robert oh, Kraft? I'm so excited to watch Jerry Michael Parsons. Jones he's just so told, good. Jerry Jones just told Robert Kraft, "Don't," <laughs> and he's ready to show the league that he's. Jerry's got a little take your massages and right shove it. This is this is what I have to say. Oh, there's sirens in the background. I'm going to battle through it. This is what I have to say about the Lions. The bye week made me less patient with Dan Campbell. I mean, these sirens are getting closer. Um, the Jets and Giants won again, as I said, at the top of the show. I just keep watching it. I keep getting just really mad watching those teams have success with their early on head coaches with talent similar to ours. I mean, Zach Wilson's playing quarterback. Daniel Jones is playing quarterback. I always take Jared Goff over both those guys. They're just finding ways to win. The Jets went to Lambeau Field and pulled off a convincing win, and we're one four. So that leads me to this, guys. Sauce this Gardner, thing. Jeff Okuda, good boy. Sauce Gardner, really, yeah, really good. Yeah, but you also have to admit that you would not have taken him third Hell overall. Hell no, I wouldn't have. But because yeah. of Jeff Okuda, yeah, Sauce Gardner is playing fantastic football right now. Jeff double um, screwed me. Which is kind of crazy because like Jeff Okuda had similar notes about him out of out of college, where like no one even threw at Jeff Okuda. He maybe gave up a, like a handful of touchdowns, whereas Sauce gave up none. But like they were similar buzz out of college. It just one is worked out. Can't believe Sauce well, so came out of Detroit and he went to Cincinnati. It also helps. It also helps when you start off hot as a rookie, where like if Sauce were to suck the rest of the year, everyone just remembers the first couple How of weeks. How good he was for the first five games. So if yeah, Jeff had just point. been phenomenal, we'd be like, oh, but remember those first if couple Jeff weeks? Jeff's first game ever was the game against the Cardinals in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. We'd be like, Jeff Okuda is a superstar. <laughs> I have hope. Well, here, here's why I'm at with the Lions. Some, you can say unfair, Grant. Shut up. You're dumb. There's a portion of our fan base that has already locked in. Dan deserves three years. Bullshit. If they don't win five to seven games this year, I'm cool with whatever they do. If they move on, move on. That's where I'm at. Sheila said seeing, today she's uh, she's not happy. I need you need to win like two more games than last year. That's it. That's four, right? Or five? No, five. Five and twelve plus a tie. That's that's you have to terrible. win six. No, you have to win five to seven games in that bucket. If you win more, fine. But I am not. In the camp of this fan base, that's like you give them at least three years because what I'm seeing going around the league, it's really not that hard to win five games in an NFL season. It's really not. It's um, almost harder to win less than five. <laughs> Evan, I'm forwarding you a text from my dad. What do you guys think? I think. Oof. Are you sharpening your pitchfork? Are you with me? No, I like Dan. I'm, I want them to turn. It I around. like Dan, and I think he's a great. Leader, rah rah guy, You're all that stuff. You're about to drop a fat coach. <laughs> Jesus, H. Evan, you can't just be picky about that. Yes, stuff. I can. I'll tell him what you said. Um, girls so, powerlifting. Evan, you could talk about this after. <laughs> Back on track. I think he was talking about freshman boys basketball. Anyways, um, oh. but Dan, 
I just I'm so if I swear if this 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 will be the week if we lose, we're gonna fine. lose. I don't care. We're gonna we lose. <laughs> okay. If we lose, well, you do because you said you're no moral victories, well, no nothing. Right. But if he gets up to that press conference with his hat <laughs> goofed up and he, he just will. starts saying. Well, that part's on me. Uh, I made a mistake here. I'll, I need to be better. If he just keeps telling me again how bad he is at coaching, which he has done every week, every time he lose, I just it's just like, well, are you ever going to figure it out, Dan? I mean, we're we're deep into this now. It's we're deep. not that deep, but it feels pretty deep. And I'm so sick of losing because you tell me that you're just bad at coaching every week. And that your guys played their asses off and we came up short. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to reevaluate everything. Um, We're gonna come back from the bye and if, be more injured than before the bye. If we get spanked this week too, like Eagles level when we were at Ford Field, I'm gonna be huh. even more pissed. Yeah, so my my pitch fork will be happily sharpened if the same thing happens as last year. Evan, are you locked into year three? Are you Love open? Dan, though? I just am to be said. locked into year three with Dan Gamble. Uh, all right, good. We got a split podcast. What is your reasoning? Is just is that you- why the talent on this team it was way below average. Um, you're not getting production out of people that you need to get production. I think only one player. The last two drafts that we drafted in the first two rounds has played, and that's Aiden Hutchinson. He's the only one that has been drafted in the first two rounds that's gotten production out of. Josh Pascal is going to play this week, right? He's Maybe on track to come back. Might he's not practicing. Dirty Jacobs have been practicing now. Do you think he's coming back this week? Pascal's, I think Pascal's could play this week. Just because Boy. they're practicing doesn't mean they're going to come back. I said he could play this week. I don't know what you're arguing about. Evan, that got me thinking help. about a. That was a good statement there. Evan got me thinking. I think there's only like five guys on this team that I'm married to that like I would not want to see go, and I think everyone else is like expendable. I really wouldn't care if they left our team. I think it'd be more than five. I'm saying seven without even thinking about it. I'm going to list them off and then I'm going to add and we'll find my number. One is Amonra. Two is yep. Panay Sewell. Frank Ragnow. That's three. Yes. Malcolm Rodriguez. Yes. I'm going to say Hutchinson. I know you guys may disagree, but I still want to give him a chance. I think he's talented. Jameson. And Jameson. I think that's it. I don't really care if anyone else goes. I like Tracy Walker. Oh, Aline McNeil. I, I like Aline McNeil. I'd like to keep S- him. Seven guys. And those are probably the guys people would pick up on waivers. I like DeAndre Swift. Trade. No, uh, I don't I, want to extend them. I could be fine with that. <laughs> should have drafted Kenneth last year. Alex. Should have drafted all defense and we didn't. So That's a Brad and Dan thing. So you that, could be sharpening your pitchfork. Saying that, um, Evan, what you said would then kind of lead me to like, okay, maybe we do give Dan a chance. But I just, I look at the Jets and they're not, I mean, they're not oozing with talent like the i guess you'd think their talent would be because of their record but they had joe flacco the, play three they games the, they had joe flacco play three games they beat Maybe the packers two. by 17 points packers stink and if we we weren't we all solid guys we were all banging the drum for rob yes. Sala, i think he's a michigan it guy just, it hurt yeah dearborn and it just hurts even more we just he didn't want to come here bag. for more reasons than one he also had new york ties with his brother and stuff like that but we also, when we hired Dan like Campbell, we were up. like, who did we just hire? Assi- our first clip ever was assistant to the regional manager. We were like, what did this guy do with the Saints? He was like, he was Sean Payton's cowboy. Yeah. I mean, if... And if you really think another, about it... Another time, <laughs> who would you guys hire? 
this is what it, it dawned on me when I was thinking back and when I got to I formed this opinion over the bye week was like whenever you hear people talk about Dan Campbell they're always like he's a great guy great motivator but no one they're like oh he does kind of know the offensive schemes no one's ever like he's a guru or like he's a genius on one side of the ball they're just like he's a he's guru great. at motivating yeah and everyone in the league that's having success has hired a genius that like has some charisma and then you find out like Should've Nick Sirianni Nick Sirianni was laughed out of the building when he was hired at his opening press conference he can't talk but the guy can scheme place and can yes. coach a team so yeah I just I don't need to see it go three years but I respect Evan locking it into three you also need a guru to hire for this to, to really sharpen the pitchfork and he might be on your own team well you just got to find those guys we don't know we don't know any of the names typically in coaching cycles they come up later in the year but Benny I would just, Johnson yeah so that could be one you just you just kind of go game. You just kind of go to teams that are maybe overachieving and look at who their OC or DC is on what side of the ball they're doing well at. And be like, yeah, let's hire that guy. Ben, ben Johnson might be that guy because you'd look at the offense Lions offense so far, he just got goose-egged. But you'd be like, wow, they shouldn't be doing that well. But they are. So what's going on there? I saw that. Um, this is my last thing. I saw that we still have given up the most touchdowns in the NFL, and we haven't even played the same amount of games as most teams. So that's tough. Uh, Shout out my neighbor. I think we have um, Romo and we do. We have Jim and Tony, and I will the, hate every second of Tony talking. The number one CBS game crew of the week. I think I don't know the spread or over under. I have not. Is that blacked out for you? Apathetic. Uh, it's not team. blacked out. It's just regional coverage. We probably won't get uh, it. Stream East No free plugs, but nothing's blacked out. That, they don't need free plugs. Incognito window. Boom. Um, I think it's going to be... I'll give you the spread, Green. Dallas minus seven. It's not as bad as I expected it. How does 30 to 21 sound, Cowboys? Hmm. I like that score. Dak, first game back, might might not play well. 20. Might have an inspired defensive effort. 28. 24. Boys. 31-24. Evan, that was the most normal score you've said all year. Yeah. You sure you want to keep that? that? Are you no, I'm pushing it. 32-22 sounds better. You should try that one. No, we're scoring more than – what did I say? We're scoring more than 22 points. Well, you only predicted 21, I think. But Top three no. scoring defense in the league. It's a 31-24, Alex. Oh, I forgot how good Dallas' defense is. Overrated. 34-16, change of pace. Overrated defense. Yeah. Uh, Micah Parsons is the best defender in the world. In the world? That's a lie. Bold predictions. Trevon Diggs has a pick, and Micah Parsons causes a strip sack. Who recovers it? Trevon I don't know. You'll Diggs see. He's overrated. Jerry's throwing a pick six in this game. There's no Evan, doubt. Trevon Diggs would be RCB1 in no. a hurry. Evan. He's barbecue chicken. Not this year. He was last year when he had all no, those interceptions, and I was fully still, on that barbecue I saw chicken Cooper train. Cup carve his ass up. Even if you're Cooper barbecue, that's like the third best receiver in the league. But if you first, get like double digit you. picks, that double digit no, picks erases a bunch of barbecue. No, not a bunch of yards that cost your team. Ben, don't break. I mean, <laughs> if you take the ball away from the offense eight times a year, I would be he lucky. Happy. Fell into his lap a couple of them, but he's still doing it. Awarie did that one year. Now we see how cheeks he is. So you're basically saying Diggs and Awarie are the same. Yeah. Diggs is way better than Amani Awarie. 
Way better. Yeah. Slow. Amani Warrior was a coach's decision did not play. I'd trade a third round pick for Diggs. Feels right. I mean, I would trade Josh Pascal tomorrow and Levi O in a package. <laughs> well, no one wants Levi. He's never <laughs> those are second football. those are two second round picks. <laughs> um okay. Pistons season preview. We got Pistons, Red Wings, lock in for you non football fans. They're diehard niche fans of one team which i always find weird like some detroit sports fans just really die with one team i think i'm pretty a lot of those guys are them. red wings die hearts yeah which they're like the, only red wings that's it this is where we lack the most we're saving the best for last that's all red wings um pistons season preview what's the ceiling of this team what's the floor of this team evan cadmus ceiling is the roof <laughs> oh. the ceiling is the floor <laughs> oh, that's a great call. I forgot about that. <laughs> the best they can do. The it's not that funny, they... but it is. It is that funny. The <laughs> best they can do is like compete for like a playoff spot. Playing game is what you mean, I think. No, nope, compete for a playoff <laughs> spot, Alex. You mean the eight uh, seed? Compete for a playoff spot. Oh, better than the playoff. The I said also game. could be me like competing to the play, for yeah. a playing well, game. Well, could you just clarify? Nope. Compete for a playoff spot. <laughs> you don't want to be Urban Meyer. I get it. And I don't want to get crucified if I say something wrong. By receipts guy. <laughs> shut down shut down Michigan's running and, offense. Uh, 400 yards. This is like another lottery pick. I mean, a couple of, thing, a couple of things on this roster, and like, things are going sideways fast. So what that? you mean? Like You're saying a couple. Yeah, it's a battle of nutrition for the entire year. Attrition? Yeah. Okay, you said nutrition, and I was giggling because I like I that phrase. Cade battle of nutrition. switched off of his uh, <laughs> vegan diet, and he eats meat now. Looking big. Really? Yeah. Does he actually eat meat? Yeah, that's what they said on the. I watched the preseason TNT broadcast. What did like, you yeah. watch, man? Dude, what huge. did you read? I'm having a time of the day. Just an informed guy. <laughs> I'll tell you Thank what. You. I watched. I watched Pistons live leading up to the show, and you did boys, not. <laughs> belly sports is. <laughs> no, I did not watch the only person there that's like worth well i mean blaha and kessler are legends so but, but i don't want to say old. their names it's so mean johnny kane's cool let's just leave it at that johnny kane fine not i don't really like him as a play-by-play -play guy i like his like shtick in the stands and whatnot especially when he goes sees me but don't don't keep that in the pot okay so but other than that i mean i won't be watching much pistons live the rest of the year did you just see ben chero junk dunk all over kojo i mean like cramming his mouth anyways evan you didn't see that you were talking about how i did you were talking about how battle of attrition yes there's no depth really if there's any injuries this thing could get off the rails but let's say this team's fully healthy you know floor it's still a lottery pick there's still too much there's not enough talent on this team yeah, I mean that's safe. I think like that's. I mean that's thirteen teams, bottom twelve, easily. They're bottom probably. Gonna I'm saying bottom ten because there's still not. Enough. You're relying on so many young guys to score twenty five points a game. Is it sustainable for a whole year? We see be the NBA because I mean NBA is a soap opera, just superstar. If you have one, you have you have a chance. But have they made that jump yet? Has Cade made that jump yet? Is Jaden Ivy? He is him. Capable of. Maintaining that through 82 games, not 34 that you see in college. Yeah. Alex, ceiling, floor. 
uh, as excited as I am to watch this team, uh, I think they missed the playing game. That's just my prediction. I don't think they'll make it again. Grant's going to be full devastated, blah, blah, blah. I will but be. ceiling, they make it in as like seven seed and win the playing game and they get to play a playoff series. Wait a second. I gave my prediction and a ceiling. Oh. Prediction, I don't think that'll happen, but I think well, it's, you, it's feasible. You're more, you're more bullish than me. I, I don't think they'll get the seven seed. No, I don't think that at all. I don't even think they'll make I'll think they'll be like the 11th seed. I guess what I mean, like that's not my ceiling. My ceiling is they, they're they the 10th seed and they are appear in the playing game. That's the well, ceiling. you can't think that maybe Killian Hayes and all the young guys just take huge leaps and they're like superstars. All at the same time. Well, congruency. that's no. why it's a ceiling. <laughs> no. It's unlikely. No, no one said it's I've seen, probable. I've seen too much of Killian Hayes to think that. Well, he's great balling pre-season. out this game. Come on. Is he? Yes. Is he Grant, balling out? He was out? elite in the preseason. I don't care about He the always preseason. has been. Jalen Duran is having a game. If we cared about the preseason, we would say this team's ceiling is to be the worst team in the league. Because they turned the ball over 40 the, times a game in the preseason. It, and they lost every game. And it wasn't close in most of the games. Didn't we win the first one? I no. Think so. no. Killian Hayes is three points. By the Knicks. <laughs> okay, he is just, one for nine from the field. He's yes, one for nine with three balling. points. I'm yeah. sorry. Look Evan. at those five assists, though. Those look pretty good. I just good. looked down, and he. I only mentioned his name because he. that's the first time I'd seen him in this game, dribbling to basketball. Well, he's got six. He's second most minutes off the bench, Alex, so you take that back. Jalen Dern, him. Jaden Ivey, him. So, ceiling for me is 10 seed, playing game, floor, top, top, three, te- top three pick. Or in the odds for top three. Like, they could be a bottom three team in this league. They could be. Yes, I agree. I hope not. That means things are not good. And they well, that to- could just mean two injuries. I'm saying no injuries. Injuries change We're everything. saying injuries are turned off for our franchise mode. Yep. This could, this could be a bottom. Then okay, I don't think f- there'll be a bottom three team. With it. Bottom they, five team. Bottom five perfect. team. Because there are teams actively trying to tank this year. Because this is my question. We hear about oh, when Banyama... And we hear about Scoot Henderson, who I have not seen, but I heard is a great consolation prize as the really second good. pick. Would you guys rather, if you could, if you could choose, I think I know Evan's answer. He's given us enough history in the show. Would you rather tank for one of those guys or the odds to get? Because we know how what happened last year. We were the third worst team, had the best odds for the first pick, got the fifth pick. Or would you rather challenge for a playing spot and show some growth? Where are you at now with this franchise? When you say challenge, do you mean we make the playing game? Like in the last week of the NBA season, we are playing games to get Ooh. the 10th seed. Can you guarantee me the playing game? <laughs> no. Because the, the Knickerbockers might steal it from us. <sighs> I want to win basketball games. So there's my okay. answer. I'm at that point now order. I'm with Alex. I'd rather like compete to get there because you can still find a very good role player middle of the draft. I can only and have so I much trust fun Troy in the Weaver of Wheeling and Dion like he has done the last couple of years to do it again in the draft and swindle people out of making moves. Yeah. So. And I also think I don't trust. I mean, I know Evan. You think it's rigged. I don't trust the lottery. That shit is so rigged. It was cool when we won it. Like, that was awesome. And I think it was rigged for us to get us back to where we need to be. I think, you know, if you're going to make an argument for it, that was the year. I don't think they're going to do it again like they did with Cleveland. So I think we'd be like, a, have the best odds for the first pick and 
think about Victor and Scoot and we get pick four and be like, oh, this sucks. So I'd much worse, rather we get pick three. That would <laughs> right be behind. devastating. <laughs> and then we just be like, all right, well, I would much rather have been playing meaningful basketball for a whole season, which hasn't happened in a while. Since um, 2017. 19. Last question. Last question here. And it relates to the stats I teased to you guys in the group chat that I, I did some math, some basic level math. Alex is going to laugh at it because he's a math expert. But the opening question for it is how many teams in the Eastern Conference do you guys think are better than the Pistons going into to this year? Do you have a list? Of like Eastern Conference teams? <laughs> I didn't do it. I mean, I was looking today, and there's a magical number that you need to be worse than you. I remember we did this last season, and I was like, yeah, every single one of those teams is better than us. And you're like, no way, man. We saw what happened. Oh, okay, my God. We're, we're not making the playoffs. It's already over. Okay, so I, mean, I think found a list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11. I think 11 are guaranteed better than us. That's what I had. And I think we're 12 ish. I think all those teams, 12 through 15, are the same. Evan, how do you see it? I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, I don't know a lot of these teams like by heart. I'm not the biggest NBA fan. I'm so like. Charlotte can't be good anymore, right? Correct. No, they're they're better than us. Is Bradley no, Beal going to play? They're Lamello better than Ball, us. Lamelo Ball is out. Like, is Bradley Beal going to play? Like, I don't know anything about Washington. The Wizards are better than us. They I were the playoffs last year? year. Yes. I think they're like they're barely. Kuzma and Beal. Is Toronto better than us? Yes. Yes, they are. Mm. Like the but, Pacers aren't good anymore, right? No, the Pacers are worse than us. Is no, where I had I didn't. It. I had them okay. worse than us. Okay, okay. We're and the Magic, there. who were playing, I think, are worse than us. Yeah. Okay. What about the Bulls? Are they any good? They're better than us. They're better because they have DeRozan. They were like a top five team in the East. They couldn't year. beat teams above five hundred though last year. Yeah. We couldn't beat. They anyone. made the playoffs though. They got swept by. Oh my god. They actually won a game in that series. Is Atlanta? The they still have Trey Young. Atlanta's still good. And Dejounte Murray. Oh, yeah, Jean- way better. Oh, they're a lot better than us. And Cleveland's way better because they got Donovan Mitchell. Way better than us. So, here's mm. what I think. I think there's two teams that well, we should so be better. Well, start making your mock drafts now, boys. Here's what I think. So I did the math. So <laughs> the, these the are math. not in order, but these are four, four most previous seasons in the Eastern Conference. Two years they've done the play-in. Two years before that, it was normal one through eight. This is the record. These are the win number of the teams that got into the playoff as the last team, okay? Can I guess? How many wins? It's like 39. 33, oh. 40, 43, 33, 41. 33 can get you, you in the, into the playing game. Or as an eight seed oh in the year my. they didn't have to play it. So, so we got to win 38 so, games. Yes, Evan, great math. Average was 37.5, so I rounded to 37 to give us a better chance, obviously. Um, And if you look at the NBA season, it's essentially four blocks of 20 games. That's quick math. Then you just have two extra games. You have to win nine games every 20. I think we can do that. Nine Nine wins, 11 losses every You have to win nine games a month. 
and then and then Under you have magical magical two games. You're going to be in a dogfight with I think Washington and the Knicks. Those are the two teams that I kept going back and forth. Still stinks, dude. I kept going back and forth. Like, are we that much worse than those teams? Could we be in a dogfight to the last weeks? Because I think we we know we're better. I think we're better than Indiana, Orlando, and Charlotte. And I think Washington and the Knicks are right there. Being a dogfight with them, contend for the playing game. Maybe things go your way. Yeah, that's where my yeah. I want to win games because I don't know anybody of these prospects that are on this list. Evan, the first two are like generational. Alex. I'm not saying those. We're not getting the first pick. Did you know that Jay Nakins is eligible for the draft? (laughs) So is Hunter Dickinson. He's going to play first game. Dick, man. Did you just see... Did Bogdan hit this? Is that what happened? I'm way ahead. I want Caleb Love. Watch Duran miss this alley-oop. I found my prospect. I want Caleb Love. That's it. I don't care. Oh... Jalen, you were having a great game, and then I and one. Wow, the UNC what a sequence, Grant. <laughs> okay, so that's your Pistons talk. Playoffs. Um, our schedule is kind of brutal out the gate as it was last year. So you kind of our first four games are against winnable teams. You kind of need to start three and one to have a All chance teams, at this already. If you're a bad team, you have to start hot. Yeah, because you get back to back games against the Bucks. You play the Hawks twice early. It's ba- it's going to be brutal. You play the Warriors in the first. 15 the first 20 it's gonna Fire be tough. adam silver whoa I, okay all right well, he's making the schedule alex i'm sure he's um, not doing it evan. he's doing it he's doing it to us red wings evan this is where you shine your red wings have not lost a regulation game this year so far Facts. 2-0 and 1 but they did lose a player two players Alex, sorry, we don't know what's going on with Yakum Brana, and I think it's very serious. More than people should like quit speculating. Get off the blogs. Get off the. I haven't done any speculating. I Um, I don't. I have no idea what it is. I was very confused by the headline that was sent to my phone. I didn't understand it, and I didn't ask any questions. Let's just let's get this out. We wish all the best. We hope he can get back to playing hockey, and be a budding star that he could be. Thank you. Next person. Injury it's still prone. bad. Bertuzzi, injury prone. Bertuzzi. Okay, he's only good when he's on the ice, and he has missed a ton of games. And because okay. he, yeah, because he won't get the needle as well. He missed games last year. He won't too. get the needle as well. Yes, <laughs> he loves the vid. Um, he's out four to six weeks, and I don't think we're going to resign him whenever his contract is up. I know we might have extended him by a year, arbitration or whatnot, but I think Eiserman's going to cut ties with him. I'm just I wrote you, Evan. You need production Bert- on the ice, and if you're not on there, I Eisman does not care who you are. It's not Ken Holland. We're not just handing out contracts nowadays. It's Try. produce or get out. Are we? Collins I wrote down for this franchise, Evan. Bertuzzi hurt. That seems bad, right? Or like it's bad in the moment, but is it maybe good long term? Where it's all right in the moment. I would reverse that, Grant. I would say it's all right in the moment currently, and could be bad long term because you need production and granted he is very talented and does produce most of the time when he's on the ice and this Red Wing team is still lacking talent in some areas so having somebody that can score at will I wouldn't say at will ability to put the puck in the back of the net when he's on the top talented line is helpful yeah. Um, right now you see the production kind of scatter throughout I think 9 or 10 people have scored a goal so far that's not going to maintain throughout the year. 
but you you now see like the depth and like your second and third line can now contribute where in the years past it was two dudes against the rest of the team. Um the like the Pistons, I would say, um it's gonna be hard to make the playoffs just because of how talented your division, your conferences is is in. Um the biggest question is can you actually maintain goaltender and defensive ability to where you're helping your offense. Mm. The Red Wings, I think, lost like 17 of 18 games in February and March last year, 17 of 19, 16 of 18 or something like that. They stunk down the stretch. Stunk. And they still got 74 points. Defensive guy that can help. Guy that I think it looks cool. Ben Sherratt. Looks like a bully. He is on the front line. Um, plays a Tell little bit he's more insider, so that's good. Um... I think Larkin is going to actually approve a little bit more. He's you know getting up there in the contract, you know, contract dispute, and players always play it when there's a contract, contract dispute. Here. So, contract here, more Larkin. talent. Look out for the cup. My biggest <laughs> question mark is still like, <laughs> can't believe you said that. Can you maintain th- through a full year? I mean, they're projected <laughs> to miss the playoffs. Some experts are saying they're giving like eleven percent chance to make the playoffs. Too low. I think about it's the tires too <laughs> generous, generously um, high. But my reason, like they're backing that reason, just because <laughs> we had seventy four last year. We added the talent that we did. We just got deeper, but is it enough talent in the East? The, damn, the, the East, beast. they the averaged. Beast. I think last year their points. I think they averaged like not, you have to get ninety five points in the East just to make the playoffs. So let me tell you, we're the not the bottom half the of the Eastern Conference. It, it is clear the crop is making the East. Facing the New York Knickerbockers. No. I mean, you are going through a gauntlet. Um, ceiling and floor, Evan. Put them on the line. Ceiling is you make the playoffs. Okay. That's my very, I still feel yeah. there is a very good chance you make the playoffs. Ooh, very good chance seems. Yes, it's above eleven percent, Alex. I'm giving it. I like think it's thirty forty percent. Very good would have to be a fifty for me to I'm say very good. I'll I'll give you forty one percent. I would call that decent. An exciting chance. Exciting. A real a realistic shot. Yes. I'll give it like a fifteen percent chance. A gambler's chance. I'll go over the eleven, but not much. You got to get to Thanksgiving with a winning record and momentum, no. and then you got to get to Christmas. And if it's new, it's New Year's, and like you don't have a shot, then you might as well give up then. But get to Thanksgiving break, and then you obsess how the team's doing. Floor, I'm going to go floor. 74 points. Floor, yeah, the floor's like just like last year, it's like they around 70 points. Would be worse than last year, but no, floor is 80. Got to be better than last year. Has to be better than last year. But injuries and, so, and other things. No, injury Mozart. Oh, I forgot. We turned floor. that off. We turned that off. It's the fairy We turned it off too late. We turned it off too late. We've turned it off after the first week, and look what happened. Yeah. Um, but I think it will. this will be an exciting team. I think they're going to actually play meaningful hockey games down the stretch in February and March. So, just like we predicted for the Tigers, we're predicting that our teams are going to compete for the playoffs. Yep. And the Lions, and actually. We, we will say be... it actually for every team. The Red Wings and Pistons have no shot of making the playoffs. Someone needs to say it on this show. It's The Pistons have no shot. The Red Wings do have a shot because it's Neither, hockey. because we predict every single team we have it's to hockey, make the playoffs and never have. I have a question for you, Evan. Um, not 
specific to the Red Wings, but I'm trying to be better at least enjoying watching hockey on TV. Okay. And okay. you know, like knowing more about it because I think what I know a lot about a sport. If you I want to start more. watching, enjoying hockey, watch Connor McDavid. Holy cow! Okay. But I want to. I want to have fun watching the Red Wings. Okay. Like, what is your advice when you watch a hockey game on TV? How do you best enjoy? I tried. Go- I YouTube like how to enjoy watching hockey. How Wait, like what? tips from people like what a, what to watch like high level things like oh this out this um this breakout play is happening like be watching two steps ahead to follow the puck. What do I need to know to enjoy the sport more? I, I would say, Grant, you're a big soccer guy. It's like, are you controlling the the puck? Are you moving it easy through the ice? Like, how bad is your team look? Obviously, it's an eye test. Everything is an eye test. But are you controlling like the pace of like the game for the hockey game? Mm-hmm. Or are you getting bodied and you're spending most of the time on your defense? You're on your heels the entire time. Or are you actually? A lot of times, hockey, it's like you miss a shot and then it just transitions the other way. Are you getting out in transition? Are you getting your guys opportunities to shoot? Um, you saw in the very first game, we were just shooting pucks on net, 25 shots in the first period. Yeah. Um, I so want I would that to be our play style. For are you week. getting your high? I would say my biggest thing is like I try to watch like, okay, who's on the ice in certain situations? And like, are am I getting my best players good luck opportunities to shoot? So like Cider was up in there. The first game and just shots. Okay, he's getting shots. Love to see it. So, like, that's the thing that I look on. Like, how well are my top players playing? Anything with, like, the board battles. I feel like that's, a like, I don't know how to compare it to football terms, but that's something when your team wins a board battle, like, I can find more excitement out of that as opposed to, um, oh, it's like, lucky I'm they not got as out. much as the board battles. I'm more of, are you winning face-offs? Okay, see, I never even, like, really care about face-offs. It's you like, have oh, to win face-offs. Puck's back in, the puck's back in play. Here we go. <laughs> if you're not winning, like, the face-off that way, you're not controlling the puck. Now you're not setting up either your offense or defense in the situations. Especially when you have a offensive face-off, so you're in the outer team's area. You need to start winning face-offs, otherwise you're never going to be able to generate easy offense. You know what I hate about hockey? Just one little nuance of the game that I just hate and i think never works limited which, commercials which, though, Alex. Limited which commercials. it does work it does work i just personally despise watching it i despise watching dump and chase when you just you just send the puck down Alex, to the other side and everybody runs at get it. over it it is so boring to watch get over it dumping and chasing dumping Alex, okay chasing. people can't dumping, be on the ice for chasing. five minutes it's physically impossible there will be I, I get it but to dump and chase stinks babcock's not here anymore leave him alone Stinks. You know it. Um, question to end the show for Pistons and Red Wings. Who is your Piston? Who is your Red Wing for the season? But there's a caveat: it can't be in any of the group of these six guys. No. Well, this is not cannot be. be it cannot be Ivy, Cade, or Bay, and it cannot be Cider, Raymond, or Larkin. God. And you have to dig deep and be like, you know what? I'm. This is my guy for the season. That's not. And Jalen Duran. That's my piston. I can okay. be who for the Oh, mine's Killian Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> mine is <laughs> mine's Bogdanovich. That was easy. So Duran Hayes Bogdanovich. My Red Wing is like even if I got to pick between those three guys, David Perron is my Red Wing. That guy is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at, Alex? This is a funny pick, man. He's a sniper. I, I can't pick from Larkin, Cider, or Raymond. Yeah. Oh, you're handcuffing me here. 
I mean, there's a one that's got a lot of buzz preseason. Oh, yeah. I'll take Mr. Cop. Okay. Mr. Cop. Mich- you picked the Michigan, Michigan man. man. Nice, yeah. Alex. Blue Wall. I don't want to butcher guy. his name, so I got to look it up. I'm going to still butcher the name, so it doesn't really matter, but we're going to play till Friday. Is it the really tall guy that got all the buzz? Oh, yeah, here? baby. 6'6". So six, six. It's uh, six, Elmer Soderblom. Alex, you're, you're too late on this. Elmer Soderblom. Yep. That's my guy. If I can't pick Cider, I'm picking this. Where's the 6'8 six, six, monster? He's our left wing, Alex. Oh, I see him. We have He's a 6'6 six, six and a 6'8 six, guy. Alex, we yeah, have they, the tallest call, line in NHL history. <laughs> they call it the, uh, red, the Redwood Tree line. Well, the, the, actually, actually the biggest, that. on average, the biggest line in NHL history. Average 6'6", 230. I'm looking at everybody's them, heights on the team, and no one's even close to them. The sequoias, I think we should call them. Just big old uh, trees. Michael Rasmussen is 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. From Jesus. three. So, Evan, you gave away there that you would have picked Cider because you're a Cider over Larkin guy. You've given up the C to Larkin. You, you no longer. Um, Everybody has, Grant. Get with the- <laughs> I'm a huge cider guy. Like January 21st, <laughs> I will cider. be January 21st. I will Gross. be inside LCA, just rocking a cider jersey. What's January 21st? Are we going to the Red Wings game? I mean, I'm oh. going to be there. I mean, it's a public event. Anybody can really go and buy tickets, Alex. You're going by yourself. If I had to go by myself, I absolutely will enjoy myself. Have you with invited s- us to this? Cider's no, parents. It's just it's just easy conversations just, that we're going. It's easy to be like, yes, I'm going. I'm going that day. We face the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, I see it. Saturday, January 21st, 7 o'clock. I'll see you guys there. $65 right. tickets. The show is almost over. I'm going to cut any dead air, but we're going to do a live reaction to the ending of the Pistons game. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We it. might not be at the same time. There are 26.5 seconds left. I have a most points in NBA debut graphic up right now. Oh, my God. You're like a minute behind. I'll just lead you wait, guys. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I'm restarting. Wait. Play oh, by play. Kate the Cunningham. Start, there's no Kate way I can. I know. Just play by. I'm, I'm a play-by-play announcer. Kate Cunningham. I'm live. 13 seconds. Three-pointer from the corner. Bang. Made it. I just saw before you. You're a dude. Game winner. Isaiah Stewart turns out he can shoot threes. Pistons up four. The bench is hyped. That's Sada baby in the crowd. There's Big Sean. One and oh. The Pistons are one and oh. Depending on some disaster in the final 11 seconds. All right. Listen to us. uh, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, at MS everywhere. Oh, my God, dude. The Pistons defense is ass. Cheers. And this is NBA. It's a tough league. Cheers to episode 93 and to the anticipation of hate week. (laughs) Yes. Cheers to actually caring about Michigan State football for one more week. Wow. I can't remember what I was going to say. Cheers. To nothing. Nothing. I, 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 I thought of something. This afternoon, now it's like, oh, this is what I'm saying because I saw something, but I can't remember what it was. Cheers. Oh, man. Tough. It's a tough break.